This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The cost of the Montana Heritage Center under construction in Helena has now grown by nearly 53% from its initial estimates, and skyrocketing prices for building materials and labor are not helping. Officials with the Montana Historical Society say the cost of the new facility, originally estimated at $53 million, is now $81 million. But they say they remain confident in seeing the project through and plan to raise money through donations. They also say they are confident they will not have to approach the state legislature for more funds. Inflation soared over the past year to its highest rate in 40 years, with consumer prices rising 7.9% in February and the producer price index for construction rising 22% last year. Historical Society officials have reached out to potential donors and estimated they will have to raise $22 million. The Association of General Contractors of America says that the cost of steel mill products has increased 136% since April of 2020. Lumber and plywood have gone up 89%, and copper and brass products have shot up by 70%. The new design includes 30 years in additions and renovations to the current Montana Historical Society building, It incorporates a capital-facing entry plaza, an indoor cafeteria, an outdoor event center, and a large gallery space. It's been estimated the new Heritage Center will bring in 78,000 visitors a year and create $7.5 million in annual tourist spending. Montana's Attorney General Austin Knudsen released a statement Monday after President Joe Biden's administration's revision of the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, outlawing so-called ghost guns. Here's the statement from the Attorney General. Assembling firearms for their own use is a tradition and a right that Americans have exercised since the founding of our nation. The new rule will not make Montanans safer, as criminals will continue to ignore the law. It will shut down firearms companies, allow the government to end online sales of parts, and expand federal access to gun owner data, all by executive decree. I will continue to stand with my fellow Montana gun owners and fight against President Biden's attacks on our rights. That's the end of the statement from the Attorney General. Ghost guns are privately made firearms without serial numbers. Generally, firearms manufactured by licensed companies are required to have serial numbers, usually displayed on the frame of the gun. It allows officials to trace the gun back to the manufacturer, the firearms dealer, and the original purchaser. The new rules will require federal firearms dealers to add serial numbers to any ghost guns that they acquire. Under the new rule, the definition of a firearm would change to include unfinished parts like the frame of a handgun or the receiver of a long gun. The rule would also require those parts to be licensed and include serial numbers. Dealers would also need to run background checks before sale, 
just as they do for other commercially made firearms. The requirement applies regardless of how the firearm was made, meaning it includes ghost guns made from individual parts, kits, or 3D printers. It will also require federally licensed dealers and gunsmiths who take in firearms without serial numbers to add serial numbers. That means, for example, if someone sells a ghost gun to a pawnbroker, the dealer must put a serial number on it before selling the gun to someone else. State lottery officials say nearly $3 million were bet in Montana on the men's and women's NCAA March Madness tournaments. The two tournaments saw just under $2,900,000 worth of bets, with $2.75 million bet on the men's tournament and just under $137,000 on the women. The average bet placed on the men's tournament was $24.33, it was $26 on the women's tournament. The total sports betting handle for Montana in March was just under $4 million, with 87% in basketball. The state paid out $3.31 million for the month. Montana had to pay out more money to bettors, $2.3 million, compared to $1.9 million in 2021. Bettors also favored betting on the men's national championship game to the women's. $153,000 was bet on the men's matchup between North Carolina and Kansas. Just over $24,000 bet on the women's matchup between the University of Connecticut and the University of South Carolina. Montana High School Association Executive Director Mark Beckman announced his retirement during a board meeting in Helena on Monday. Beckman has served with the Montana High School Association for 25 years. He will retire on June 30th. Beckman was an assistant director for seven years and spent the last 18 years as the executive director. He had been activities director at Anaconda High School before that. Beckman succeeded Jim Haugen, who retired as executive director in June of 2004. Beckman was a boys and girls junior high and high school basketball coach with stops at Butte Central and Anaconda. The city of Billings asked the public to stay home, if possible, to alleviate the burden on emergency responders during the severe winter weather. A release from the city of Billings said the dispatch center was swamped with phone calls creating scarcity among police, fire, and emergency resources. MSU Billings closed both campuses. They will try to resume normal business hours and class schedules on Wednesday. At this time, Public Works adjusted its snowplow schedule to 12-hour shifts, Snowplowers are plowing residential areas in the heights and will work their way counterclockwise through the city. The airport is open, however commuters should take extra time to arrive early and check with their carrier for delays before going to the airport. Carbon County officials urge the public to limit travel as much as possible Tuesday due to the windy winter storm conditions. According to the Montana Department of Transportation 511 interactive map, 
Interstate 94 was shut down between mile markers 52 and 64 between Custer and Forsyth. Highway 212 from Lame Deer through Ashland to Broadus was shut down. In Wyoming, Interstate 90 and Highway 87 were shut down from the Montana state line down to Ranchester, Wyoming. Bighorn County officials say all county roads were to be used for emergency travel only Tuesday due to wintry conditions. According to that Montana Department of Transportation 511 interactive map, road conditions throughout Bighorn County were classified as severe driving conditions. There are some places where the snow was welcome. Officials at Red Lodge Mountain saw 27 inches of snow overnight, and it doesn't seem to be stopping anytime soon, they say. Operation crews were busy all Tuesday morning trying to prepare the parking lot and chairlifts. They were buried with fresh snow. Tiger Chair was the first to open at 9.15 Tuesday morning after crews were able to clear snow and prepare the chair for operations. There were snow drifts around the base area as deep as four feet. By noon, Red Lodge had Triple Chair, Miami Beach, and Grizzly Peak in operations. Other areas like Coal Creek were still being patrolled by ski patrols. The largest snowfall in the 24-hour period of Red Lodge Mountain, the record, came in March of 2016. The mountain is expecting another 6 to 8 inches of snow through the night, but officials say you never know what the storm could do. Despite what has been for the ski snowfall of the year, the current plan is still for the ski season to close on Sunday, April 17th. Last week, social media followers in Missoula and around the world were thrilled by the news that Iris is back. Iris, a female osprey that is long nested along the Clark Fork River in Missoula's Hellgate Canyon, returned to her nest for the 15th year last Thursday afternoon. University of Montana ecology professor Eric Green posted on Facebook and Twitter that Iris touched down a little after 4 p.m. Iris became a local hero over the past decade after the Montana Osprey Project installed a webcam to monitor her nest. The ability to watch her daily life has garnered a social media following of 22,000 people. They have named themselves Chows, Crazy Hellgate Osprey Watchers. Many of them responded to Green's announcement with happiness and relief. This time of year is the beginning of Osprey's long migration from their equatorial wintering grounds to nesting sites in Montana. A few other notable Osprey have already returned, including Star, who nests near Ogren Park, the baseball stadium, and is often the first to return. Harriet nests above Dunroven Ranch. Since Iris is at least 24 years old, some were worried that she might not return. But officials say it's clear she's doing just fine after, after flying thousands of miles. Quote, she looks great. A whole new set of feathers she grew over the winter and lots of energy. If you need to hear this report again, 
please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.